This podcast has been sponsored by the 2018 champion, Matt Albright. Radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and your favorite hosts, Giuseppe. That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey fellas, I love the podcast. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Scoop and I'm your host Giuseppe and with me once again is Turtle. And Turtle, I know we talked about uh, Thanksgiving a little, little bit in the previous show, but um, I also got that on the message board about your favorite side. But first we'll talk about the would you rather, Joe Flacco's career or Dan Marino's career. Do you want to be the guy who won a Super Bowl or do you want to be the guy who might have been regarded as like the best quarterback during his era? Dan Marino, easy. Tony? Man. Football's a team sport, right? I know. Like, do Joe I, Flacco is not going to get the endorsements here's that the thing. Dan Marino will. Here's the thing. Joe Flacco will never be in a bad boys movie, and Dan Marino was. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with <laughs> Dan Marino. Totally and, easy. And we got a guest, so I'll ask him before we go to me because my answer is obvious, right? So with us this week on uh, a Thanksgiving preview, we've got my guy Micah in Arizona. Micah, sir, Flacco, Dan Marino, which career would you have? Joe Flacco will probably be selling his Super Bowl ring one day to pay his mortgage, so Dan Marino all the way. <laughs> okay. I think it's a sweep. Interesting. So I guess from the outside perspective, we would rather have the individual accolades and and recognition versus winning the title. I mean, I'm, you, you I'm, can I'm be a bum it. quarterback and win a Super Bowl. Like, what, what's Trent Dilfer up to these days? You know what I mean? Like, Dude, we got one in Chicago, Nick Foles. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> just because you had like three months of hot, hot, hot play in your, in your career doesn't beat a decade worth of like statistical anomalies. And that was Dan Marino. Yeah, for sure. And then Thanksgiving day side, you're the best one of the bunch turtle starting with you. And then we'll rotate in the same order. Um, what was I'll the say, question? One more I mean, time. I'm, I'm generic. Just mashed potatoes. Give me the corn Dude, right on top of mashed potatoes. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Tony, yeah. what was the question one more time? Favorite side on Thanksgiving? Oh, this is easy. If you if you listen to the the uh, Bitter March program, uh, you'll 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 hear all my about my mashed potato love. This is the okay. only time of the year that I eat mashed potatoes. It's like really, a, it's like a tradition. I don't I don't order it at a restaurant. I don't make it at home. The only time of the year I eat mashed potatoes is Thanksgiving. So, but I mean, you can keep the turkey. Like the turkey's usually bad anyway so but just give me the mashed potatoes just all of it huh okay so for me it's corn casserole and it's for a similar reason i have mashed potatoes on a 
I would say semi-frequent basis. When I make steak, I'll usually do mashed potatoes and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, oh, wait, I, I, I do sh- like an au gratin potatoes. Yeah. I'll do that, but I, I just won't take the time to actually mash them. Yeah, so that's why I go corn casserole. And I'm, I'm apologize. I think Micah was supposed to go. Micah, what is your side, your favorite side on Thanksgiving? Mashed potatoes are probably like an all-star side because they go well with anything you're eating. Mm-hmm. But for Thanksgiving purposes, I'm a big fan of the Boston Market sweet potato casserole. Okay. I never tried that stuff before I ever went to Boston Market, but it's fantastic. Okay. I will say the thing that I don't eat, and I've tried it a million different times, is stuffing slash dressing. Oh, yeah, it's like, gross. I don't like it. It's too dry for me. Um, when If it's in the bird, I feel like I'm going to get a disease because it's not cooked Sal- all the way through. You're going to get salmonella drippings yeah. on your, uh, your, your stuffing? Yeah, exactly. So I never touch it if it's cooked inside, which is stuffing, or dressing when it's cooked on the side separately. It just, I just feel like it's always dry. I don't know. Like There's so many great things out there. Like I don't, I don't want to touch that, so... Uh, but yeah, Micah, welcome to the show second time this year. Am I, am I correct? Yeah, this should be the deuce. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> the deuce. <laughs> Lovely. So Micah, um, you know, one of the things I, I do want to ask you before, you know, uh, not, a, not a ton of questions because we got you for the entire show is, you know, I, I actually want to, it's not even a question. It's more of like a statement uh, of, of gratitude. Thank you for emailing every single week. You don't know how much better it is to do the show when you've got people who are contributing. So I want to thank you so much for that first and foremost. And uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that Tony and uh, Turtle will, will, will agree there. Uh, not <laughs> only on this show, but also on the Bitter Marks. Uh, thank you from the bottom of our hearts uh, for giving us content. Some sh- some questions to ponder, some topics to look up. I think, weren't you the uh, person that tipped us off to the... Uh, uh, the concession stand brawl, or what was it called? Yeah, the Tupelo concession stand Tupelo brawl. Tupelo concession brawl, yes, yes. Can we get a spelling on this? <laughs> for for uh, Google purposes? <laughs> Tupelo, Tupelo. Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if he's oh, allowed to, now, yeah. to email bitter marks anymore. Um, yeah, you took a lot of heat for your uh, Shawn Michaels take. Oh, yeah, by the way, Turtle, you need to declare uh, Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart. I'm putting you on the spot right oh, now. Oh, Jesus. I, for, like, my personal liking? Yeah, dude, yeah. like, wh- wh- who's better? Shawn Michaels. Oh, I, I, I knew Shawn I loved Michaels. you, brother. I knew I loved you. Shawn Michaels, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bret Hart, I think, had a better career and was a better wrestler. Shawn Michaels is my favorite. Okay, well, well that that seals it. Now, the Scoop and Poop podcast is officially Shawn Michaels. But the league Ooh. is very heavily Bret Hart, as you know, the polls show. You know, you guys got a lot of votes for Bret Hart, but I don't know. Uh, I think uh, we need to see the the actual votes. I think a lot of those might have been illegal, maybe a duplicate stop vote. The count. Yeah, we're going to stop the count here and uh, get some legal votes for Shawn Michaels. That's it's fine. We, well, like, I'm team Brett all the way, but I will I will admit that I did have uh, I had Owen and Davy Boy logging in vote. So, <laughs> did you get Stu Hart in there too? I got Stu. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you very much for that. Um, like, okay, so your fantasy football season this year—it's been uh, a roller coaster to say the least. You're 
you're still in in the the division race here. You're tied for first with with Worm. I think you got the tiebreaker so far. Like, how are you feeling about your season? I, you're very negative in your emails, but like, is this how you really feel, or is it is it you trying to give the Maliocchio or the the Srech curse or whatever? Somewhat both, I think. Uh, a lot of games haven't really gone my way, but the good thing is, as long as everyone in my division's losing too, I still have a chance to win some money. So, and I luck out. I get to play BDI twice, so it's great. <laughs> yeah, I've this week like a, I I've got like a 50 50 shot of making the playoffs. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you, I think you play them this week too. So, um, all right, cool. Well, we'll obviously hear more from you during when we're talking about predictions and stuff like that. Tony, how did the waiver wire look this week? Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. It's the week 12 waiver wire. Man, that hurts to say. I, I cannot believe it's week 12. We're going into intra-divisional play, and we had a few bucks being thrown around. We're going to start off with Pee Wee McLean. BDI is a coward with 13 fab bucks for the New Orleans Saints defense and special teams dropping the Dallas Cowboys I cannot believe that they had the Dallas Cowboys defense rostered yeah me neither and they're like a winning team that that, that, that blows my mind anyway uh, I think there was yeah there was two failed bids of zero and one dollars for the Saints defense uh, I bid Five dollars on Kirk Cousins, Turtles boy, dropping uh, Joe Burrow, whose knee got destroyed. He will probably not play football until 2022 if they were smart, because the injury is so late in the season. You you cannot he cannot he should not play in 2021. I think, I mean, he's going to be coming off I don't rehab. Think he will. Yeah, they cannot do that. They invested so much into that kid. They're going to have to just blow it away and eat crow and bring them back in 2022 healthy. Uh, yeah, I, I feel bad having to have Kirk Cousins on my roster, but uh, feel free to roast me. No takers? Okay, great. No, I mean, like I said in the previous show, the fact that people did not want to Philip Rivers is... is oh, I will mind. never have Philip Rivers on my team. <laughs> I, I'll take Kirk Cousins all day. Gosh darn it. Dagnabbit. Okay. Uh, wash. All right. K Walls, Washington, Cracka as Crackas. $3 on Frank Gore. He cannot get enough Jets running backs. Well, he cut one to pick he, one up. He cuts LaMichael <laughs> Pirine. He picks up Frank Gore. You know, it's kind of funny. Every now and again, I'll go and listen to like a random episode uh, of our Scoop and Poop podcast. A couple months back, I, I listened to a 2014 episode. And on that show, we were talking about how old Frank Gore was and how his knees were squeaky. <laughs> and now it's six years later and he's still in the league. He's still getting picked up for fantasy. I cannot believe it. What do you guys think? I mean, I think that the man is a uh, marvel. I mean, there's just no other way of putting it. Like, he was a guy who has been stable the entire career. I believe he's the third all-time leading rusher right now in NFL history. <laughs> so yeah, I, That's what happens when you play 20 years. Jesus Christ. 
All right. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, I love Frank Gore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on Frank Gore. I just can't believe that he's still in the NFL. I mean, there's a legitimate chance that he can play at the same time as his son in the NFL, like his kids in college. So there's like, if he holds out long enough, that might happen. <laughs> That's Who has a better career, Frank Gore or Adrian Peterson? Huh. Wow. So Adrian Peterson had like, I guess, more prolific of seasons, but... That's a really good question. I don't feel like Frank Gore was ever the best at his position, and and Adrian no. Peterson was for yeah. several years. So I would say Adrian Peterson. All right, yeah. all right. All right, let's go to the free moves, and there's only a couple, only by one team. We have Mike Leitro, Max Mask Up Bitches, dropping James White and picking up the derpy Philip Rivers for free, which is what you should pay for Philip Rivers. Also, he. I don't get it. James White put up like almost ten points last week. Maybe he's really worried about Lamar Jackson, and I would be too if I was him. Yeah. So, true. I don't know. All right, uh, one more move. Uh, he cuts the New England Patriots defense and picks up the Giants defense. Uh, that's hilarious. Did you ever think that you would see that uh, on fantasy teams this late in the season? I just went to pick them up, and they weren't yeah, there. <laughs> the Giants play Cincinnati with uh, Ryan. I don't even actually. I don't even know if it's Ryan Finley. It's probably somebody else starting. Yeah, some kid. So I don't know. Yeah, I think that's that's the reason why he's probably did it. Number one, number two, New England. You can't trust them to win games. So it's true. And the, the rest of their schedule not very friendly. They play Arizona, the Chargers, who they could beat, the Rams, who they will lose to, Miami, who they will lose to, Buffalo, who they will lose to, and then the fantasy season is over. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. That's it. That's all the waiver wire. And that's very, uh, very quiet waiver wire for this late in the season. So uh, that's it. Awesome. So now we go to emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. And the best part about having Mike on the show is we know that he's emailing. So we can ask him some questions about his emails. So, first email he sends to us was uh, last or a few days ago titled Fanball, Agnog, and Starcade. So he says it's Saturday night. Sunday is for sh- is sure to bring doom to the Lions and Legion of Zuba. So you sent this before the football game started. So you you knew that the Lions were going to lose beforehand. That's amazing. Any given Sunday, they say, we shall see. At this moment, I'm drinking Danzian Dairy Agnog, watching Ric Flair versus Harley Race from Starcade, The Essential Collection, and lamenting the demise of Fanball, the greatest fantasy pub- magazine ever published. I recall Lendale White's college stats listed as eating pudding and the Burger King <laughs> being ranked one year as a kicker. <laughs> this came to mind after stumbling upon an eBay lot of fantasy magazines. Among them is 2009 Fanball with Larry Legend on the cover. I'm curious about three things. Were you a fan of Fanball? What is your favorite Starcade match? What is your favorite eggnog? Here's to not having the shits on Sunday from drinking too much eggnog. Thank you very much, Micah. Hopefully you didn't have those shits. I guess we can ask you, were you okay on Sunday? <laughs> I was a-okay. No shits for me. Nice. So, all right, I'll start. I'll, absolutely, I was a fan of Fanball. I, I used to buy those publications as well. That's one of the reasons why I still look at Paul Charchian's rankings, because he was one of the originals of at Fanball. So, um, absolutely, remember it, loved it. Favorite Starcade match. Now we know that we're not known as the wrestling podcast. That's a different one by the name of Bitter Marks. But for me, I think 
it might be Starcade 96. I believe that was Hogan against Piper. Yeah, you're correct there, 96. Yeah, it was one of the heavy NWO ones. It, it Overall, it was a really good show. I think like Hall and Nash uh, beat Mang and Barbarian that show. Um, there was some shit with like the, the, uh, what was it called? The U S title, um, where like, um, the NWO like stole the belt or some shit. Like, I don't know. I'm, I, I can't remember everything, but I do remember that one was like a, a, a fun, um, Starcade for me. So, and favorite eggnog is obviously the Dominic's brand, which uh, doesn't exist anymore. So that, that's where I'm at. What about you guys? Uh, I've never had eggnog. Yeah, it's awful. I've never had eggnog. It's terrible. Don't. No, I'm not not interested in the consistency of it. It's just awful. Micah, I don't know what these guys are are talking about. They don't understand the greatness that is eggnog. This is clearly a Marxist conspiracy to take over. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I'll be Marxist if I don't have to drink that fucking molasses milk. That shit is now. (laughs) <laughs> have them root out all these reds out of the league <laughs> no like, oh, it looks like spoiled milk it, it, it just it, it is it, it looks nasty but i do remember there was like some some f- brand of eggnog that you guys were hounding for and you're like dude Oberweiss. Oberweiss? was it Oberweiss or was I'm it deans sure so lucerne, lucerne is the dominic's house brand that was it yeah yeah, you're like, dude. Next time you're at a <laughs> a, a Dominic's or a Mariano's, you got to look out for Lucerne eggnog. And I I actually remember looking one time for you, but I, I couldn't come up with any. Yeah. Uh, in terms of Starcade matches, um, none of them stick out to my mind. And I just did a quick Google search on the the best Starcade matches, and I see number eight Goldberg versus Kevin Nash, nineteen ninety eight. So if Kevin Nash is involved, it's got to be good. So I'm going to pick that one. <laughs> uh, Fanball, did you were you did you partake in the publications when they were? Around? Oh yeah, or was that yeah. Before you were a fantasy guy, okay. No, before the internet like became huge, we used to rely on that shit. Like I yeah. I would roll up to the draft with like two or three magazines, and Fanball was obviously one of them. Uh, one of the reasons why I brought two or three is because BDI would always forget one. <laughs> and instead of like him fumbling through the labels for like like eight of his ten minutes, I would just give him like the shittiest magazine that I had. <laughs> or I would like print one out that's old, you know what I mean? And just like here you yeah. go, BDI. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Fanball was great. I, I remember it. I, I also love Charge. He's great. Turtle, I'm sure you know who he is, being a Minnesota guy. So. Minnesota guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's always uh, on uh, the score here. I never read the magazines, though. Or oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they were great. They were really good. You're younger than us, and you probably played fantasy a little bit uh, later, but yeah. They, yeah, they I never, were really good. I never got into those. They were very comedic. They were written with that. wasn't like your, your pro football weeklies or anything like that. I mean, they, yeah. had, they had the stats, too, but like it was mostly comedic. It was It was fantastic. Because to Tony's point, like you're reading three or four of these magazines and the information starts becoming like redundant and repetitive. So you need that little that little break. So um, you never read that. You hate Agnog. What about Starcade? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. 
I'm a burnout, man. I don't remember these matches. And I definitely, I mean, like, I'm not just like on a Tuesday watching um, like replays of them. Shout out Sasha. But yeah, no, I'm looking through them right now. I think it's the same one that Tony found. I don't remember any of these. Just pick one. Um, this top one here, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. Hell yeah. I probably saw that, like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I don't remember the fight. Yeah. Like, I started in 89 to, like, 92. Like, I have all the Summer Slams and WrestleManias on VHS. Really? I know yeah. I know somebody that would probably want to buy those off you if you uh, ever want to sell them, so. <laughs> <laughs> they can, ha- I mean, are they... You can have them. <laughs> Who is it, Sasha? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, anything for Sasha. All right, well, I'll, I'll tell him to hit up, hit you up. All right, cool. Mike, I know you sent in the email, but I, 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 we know the answer to the other two. What about you? What's your favorite Starcade match? So I'd probably have to go with either this match, I think it was in 83, it was Piper versus Greg Valentine, and the dog collar match, and there was like, like blood everywhere. Like in 83, like, I don't know if these guys ever got checked for hepatitis, but there was like puddles <laughs> of blood, 1983 Starcade, all, all of that long. All these guys, they're bleeding on each other. Their faces are rubbing in blood on the mat. It's fucking disgusting. Well, there's no so chance that they match. didn't both already have hepatitis. So, you know, you <laughs> can, I don't think you can catch it twice, right? So I think they're probably good. And in 1985, there was a really good I Quit match with Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard, which is pretty awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. And then your second email uh, recently said, breaking news, subject line, Chad Henney is still in the NFL. And then you send a screenshot where he is. I actually knew that he was in Kansas City, by the way. I don't know why I knew that, but I did. And then in other news, Popeyes is all out of the Cajun bird. Oh, damn it. You you missed out, Mike. There you go. You got you to gotta get that shit like a month in advance. Uh Next it's pre-ordered week. or something, I think. Yeah, you got you got to get on a waiting list or something. <laughs> but it's worth it. it. Next year, make sure you get in on that because it's it's fantastic. Okay. Then he says, let the rapist and Juju yield my anger and their anger for being bumped from Turkey Day to demolish BDI. I will bury him with his favorite team. So related to this, I do want to talk about this. So the Thanksgiving Day games are atrocious this year. I mean, really bad. And the one saving grace was that Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. But now that got moved because half of the fucking Ravens have COVID to Sunday night, and it's not, or Sunday, and it's not getting replaced by anything. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, like, what the fuck are you going to do to, like, Thursday night? Like, Yeah, I was going to say, the worst part is they didn't even bump the games back. They No. Like, 8.30 a.m. our time. That's off. What is it? Six thirty your time? I don't even know what time the game starts. The first game starts on eight thirty a.m. Central Standard Time. Wow! So six thirty. Six thirty in the morning yeah. is when yeah, the Detroit game starts. Yep, Micah. How no, it can't how, be that early. That can't be. I thought it used to <laughs> no, start at eleven. Off at like uh, let it's me see, like ten thirty, eleven o'clock out of this neck of the woods. So NFL. I'm wrong. No, it's it's eleven thirty. A goddamn stone. Nine thirty my time. Yeah, because yeah. I was gonna yeah. say I remember in the in Central Time it used to be like at eleven or eleven thirty. Okay, nine thirty in the morning. My time. Yeah. No. Okay, not <laughs> terrible. I guess like it's a it's a, a half hour later than or earlier than normal. But again, I'm yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna be messing around with the turkey or something like that at that time. But yeah, that sucks. Not bumping them back a little bit because 
nobody works the next day for the most part. And there's like, it, it leaves a huge void that used to exist. And the hard, the worst part is this, like, and we haven't talked about it because we're a fantasy football podcast, but the winter sports aren't be happening. Like they normally would be right now. There would be hockey. There would be basketball. There would be, I mean, I guess potentially college basketball might be back, but like all that shit's missing. So I don't know. Is there going to be some shitty college football game potentially on? Although who knows who's left that doesn't have COVID right after Nick Saban yeah, got luck. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I'm very concerned on what they're going to fill NBC's time with uh, during that, that block where the football game was supposed to be. Um, yeah. They should have bumped them all back. This is a, a travesty and I don't understand what they're doing. Yeah, same here. But Micah, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your emails and your constant contributions um, and for obviously being on the show. Now we go into the matchups for this upcoming week. Tony, how were our predictions for the week prior? Well, real good. I took a lot of risks. (laughs) Yeah, you took a lot of L's this week, buddy. Um, I led the way with five out of six. Turtle let me down. Uh, I I would have got the sweep if he would have pulled through. Uh, Turtle actually was second place with four out of six, so pretty good. Uh, and Giuseppe swinging for the fences, two out of six, along with Prime Time, also two out of six. The fact that I got Santino right should count for at least double. I feel like, but whatever, we'll see. I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> um, but yes, three points. Three points. <laughs> All right, so season long, I'm in the first place, running away with 48. Uh, Turtle has moved into second place with 39, and Giuseppe with 37. So, let's go back to the matchups. We have intra-divisional play. This is where you make your money. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta win your division to get into the playoffs, guaranteed. Um, and we're going to start with the Balls Mahoney. <laughs> and the first matchup, we have Bishop's RIP with an avatar of Among Us, the dead guy, <laughs> much like his team, uh, versus Turtles fucking Savages. And uh, Primetime is only a half-point favorite in this one. Um I don't know if he's going to get Christian McCaffrey back. Oh, boy. He's not. Christian McCaffrey's out. He's out? Yeah. All right, so he's got to play this uh, Salmon Ahmed guy, but he does play the Jets. Good matchup. Yeah, it's a sure. great matchup. Um, the only thing to keep in mind, though, is technically this week, Miles Gaskin comes off IR. And because Sal- Salvin Ahmed did not look good against Denver, I know he looked great against the Chargers, but he did not look good against Denver. There might be, um, I don't know, it might it might be Gaskin. At least Gaskin might get the the goal line carries or whatever, so we'll see because he's the bigger back. Okay, uh, and then Turtles Big Guns. We got the Seahawks playing Philadelphia. That's a good matchup. We got Mike Davis. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to pick the upset. I'm going to pick Turtle to win. Um, I think DK Metcalf has a huge game. They're going to tear up the, the Eagles and, uh, that, that Christian McCaffrey is going to cut both ways here. He's not on his team and you got the replacement. So that's a double bang and, uh, come on turtle. I'm pulling for you. 
Uh, I'm going to take prime time because, again, I literally have to pick the opposite of Tony every week for the rest of the season until I'm mathematically eliminated, which at this rate is going to be this week. So I'm going to take prime time here. I think that Tyler Lockett, it could be one of those games where he catches all of the touchdowns and neutralizes anything that's done by Russell Wilson. Uh, Calvin Ridley is, I know he's kind of uh, gimping a little bit, but at the same time, we know Julio Jones is uh, looking, I think, worse <laughs> than Calvin Ridley in terms of injury st- situation. And the Vegas doesn't really have that good of a defense. They gave up 35 against Kansas City last week. Um, Atlanta did nothing, so they might have a good bounce back. And then, you know, beyond that, I think Aaron Jones against the Bears, I, I think that could be a potentially good play if they they focus on trying to stop Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the Bears are... They're definitely uh, on the struggle bus. So I'm going to take prime time here. I have to take prime time as well. Whoa. What? I, I want my $20, man. I'm fucking out of the playoffs. <laughs> I got to sweep this shit up. Um, like, realistically, he should win. I have a chance to win, and this is usually where I do win. <laughs> usually, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, I have to take him for for the money. You're talking about the prediction money, right? Yeah, $20. Okay, because if you win, he'll... Oh, no, wait. No, that doesn't work like that. No, you picked me. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And, yeah <laughs> All right. We would move up a game on you. Yeah. And, yeah so, we, you're doing, he's doing the same thing I am, which, again, is yeah, smart. Because at this point, it's literally, yeah. what's the difference if, True. <laughs> if I go five of six and <laughs> you, you pick the same five? It doesn't do a, a shit again. <laughs> All right, Micah, you got you got a pick on this game? Well, so uh, to my knowledge, Drew Brees is still bleeding from the eyes and old, correct? <laughs> Dude, he broke 11 ribs. I didn't know our body had that many ribs. <laughs> I am not aware of Dude, the, I, the, uh, the the anatomy of a human being. Have you guys ever had a broken rib? Just one broken rib? No. Oh, my God. I broke one in, like, fifth grade. And it was the worst pain I ever felt in my life. You can't move. You can't breathe. You can't do nothing. And he broke 11 ribs. Wow. He's drink more milk. Get the calcium. <laughs> but uh, this could be kind of interesting, though. They got the split receivers for Atlanta and Seattle. So that could be a godsend for one and a nightmare for the other. But, um, you know, like Russell Wilson, his, he had 17 points last week, which I think is like his second worst performance of the year. So that's that's a pretty damn good record there. If that's your bad week. Um, plus you got the, the handcuff of uh, McCaffrey, which could kind of rub some salt on the wound. Um, other guys got uh, Kelsey here, but uh, just for shits and giggles, I'm going to go with fucking savages. All right. Love to see it. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Kowalski's Cracka Ass Crackas versus my COVID Mania. And COVID Mania is a 13 and a half point favorite in this one. Giuseppe, do you think anybody could ever stop the Green Bay Packers combination on, on K Wall's team? I mean, it's a primetime game of Bears versus Packers historically we know that this is where green bay really does a lot of damage against the bears the bears do have a better 
than average defense. And we don't have a historical for this. This is actually the first time. I can't believe that they haven't played each other until now, week 12, for the first time. It's remarkable. So we don't know necessarily how how they'd fare. The Bears have that extra week of rest. Green Bay is coming off of a loss to the Colts. They're at home. You feel like this is one of those bounce-back games, and if that's the case, that's going to help K-Wall a lot. Man, you're a 14-point favorite. The hard part here is I need to try to think of who you're going to pick. Uh, let's pretend that you pick yourself. I'll take Kowalski. Um, if the Packers put up big numbers, then we're in good shape. Who knows? Maybe their defense can come up big against the Bears, and Nick Foles is you know nursing an injury. Um, Mitch is also hurt. I don't know who is going to start the game because both of them are are coming off, you know, have injuries. So I don't know. I'm going to take K. Wall. We'll we'll see what Green Bay does against the Bears. The Bears, uh, you know, as much as I love their defense and their their heart, they're uh, they're just not that good this year. So let's go K. Wall. Um. So this one, Tony will pick himself. I think for good reason. I I'll take him too. There, I mean, God, I that that Green Bay Packers, that game's gonna be like seventeen to ten, probably. It's gonna be just stupid and sluggish and and Nick Folesy. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I just don't think he has the pieces to put it together here. Um, even with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers getting for you know a touchdown or two, uh, the total on that Bills Chargers game, which Tony has all of is 52 and a half plus those have just been like the proven go-to guys same with michael thomas so he has like the wide receiving core um and i think he wins this one easily care to go micah yeah sure so uh that primetime packers bears matchup could be pretty deadly the last uh, primetime packers bears game i saw I also got to see a drunken Mike Ditka pound on a table <laughs> and vomit upon the only Srej brother who still appears on the podcast. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty deadly combo, although I do like uh, Jake Allen's. He's been doing quite well lately, hasn't he? Has he not? Getting better? He's had a couple of good weeks in a row, Josh back Allen, back before, the, yeah, before the buy. And Delvin Cook is always deadly. And just out of curiosity, do you guys think uh, Delvin Cook is going to leapfrog CMC in like fantasy drafts next year? I don't know. Uh, it depends. I, I think I would still take McCaffrey. Reason being is Delvin Cook is no um, beacon of great health either. He's a guy who who tends to get hurt pretty frequently, and McCaffrey prior to this year hadn't. And neither of the injuries that he suffered are like that like devastating. It's like a shoulder. It's not like, you know, it's not. So again, if I have the number one pick, I'm still taking McCaffrey, but that's just me. I don't know about these other guys. Uh, well, that's always a good play. That guy's been a bit of beast this year. Um, I think this one could actually be pretty close. Uh, but I do think that, uh, that Aaron Rodgers Devonte Adams combination could be really deadly. And that might be enough to, uh, to not COVID mania. It could be the, the cure to COVID media. I'll pick K-Wall. All right. You guys did predict this. I am taking myself. Um, 
Yeah, I think the uh, I think I think Kowalski's due for a dud with the uh, the Packers combination. And the, you look at the over under, and the bear and Vegas agrees with me. I don't think this is going to be a very high scoring game at all. Um, and uh, I, from what I remember, they cover Devontae Adams pretty well with uh, Kyle Fuller. So I think I think he's going to have a stinker there. I think Ronald Jones is going to have a stinker game against uh, Kansas City. He is not the pass catching back that is uh, uh, Leonard Fournette. So if the, if that game is a shootout or if they're chasing points, he's not going to be in the game. I don't know if Chris Carson is healthy or playing or what. Uh, we'll see about that. And uh, you mentioned the uh, – I think there's going to be a shootout in this Chargers-Buffalo Bills game, and I got all the action in that one. Uh, I got the best r- running back in fantasy football. Um, so I think I'm going to win this one easy. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Pee Wee McLean's BDI is a coward versus Matt's Sign Fuller. <laughs> I'm so sad that my team is not good enough to beat Seinfeld. Well, so here's the your thing, team's though. mediocre enough to beat Seinfeld. Oh! Hey, whoa! Whoa! Yeah, Tony's drawing. Poop. Him and Sasha are, are ridiculous when it comes to this. Seinfeld's a great show, and the fact that it's they don't fine. Like it is. It's not the best ever. It's fine. No, yeah, it's a good show. The theme sucks, though. I'm sorry. I don't think it's a hot take, right? This theme is terrible. Compared especially to some of the other ones that we've had, the hot fire that people have been spitting, and we got this. I don't know. I kind of like the slap bass. It's a little funky. Well, speaking of funky, Pee Wee McLean is a 13.5-point favorite turtle, and uh, uh, Matt pulled off the victory last week. Do you think he can continue? No. Yeah, no chance. Um, I We've been talking about it. Pee Wee McLean are on a hot streak. Their team is great. Um, they actually have my breakout player. I think Terry McLaurin is going to crush these guys. Um, it's going to be a 20-plus point game for him. And his team just top to bottom is great. He's even got the Baltimore. Um, are they still going to play? Yeah, I, I mean, there's going to play on A Sunday. lot of people on COVID, and they punished some coach or something like that. I mean, they paid decent money for the Saints defense that they can plug in in case, okay. and they play right. Denver, so. Yeah, I mean, either way, their team is, is just better, and they're going to win. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I think that they're going to win, but so does Tony. So I have to pick Matt. Um, <laughs> uh, Minnesota's defense is shit. Maybe... PJ Walker can can throw three touchdowns somehow. I don't know how that's going to happen, but let's pretend that it can. Um, Wayne Gallman was was doing pretty good, you know, before the bye. I, hopefully, that continues against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's defense is going to be very tired because they're going to have a lot of three and outs on offense. So maybe by the end of the game, Wayne Gallman will wear them down. I had no idea Austin Eckler is is going to play this week. I was going to mention that when it's my turn to talk. I so. Don't know if he's even practicing, so uh, good luck, Matt. Drop the list or whatever. That's all I know. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I, I, again, I don't know. I because I the bench Balage, Balange, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, I don't know. Let's see what happens. I know. I I would not play Tyler Boyd over Devonte Parker, though. I'll tell you what. 
I don't care if it's Fitzpatrick or Tua for Miami. They're playing the Jets. You got to get that man in your in your lineup and not whoever the quarterback of Cincinnati is. He's not going to throw the Tyler Boyd. That's for damn sure. I'm going to take Matt. Um, I'm going to take Pee Wee McLean. Uh, this is going to be a, an easy one uh, for him, I believe. Uh, I would love to see him play Justin Herbert instead of uh, uh, what the fuck's his name, Kyler Murray. But uh, even I don't even think you'll need him that much. Uh, I don't. I don't. The Austin Eckler thing is blowing my mind. Uh, last I heard, a couple weeks ago, is he was not even close. So I don't he think practiced he practiced today. He did practice today. Wow. Yeah, he practiced today. That's amazing. I I still don't think it's a good play. Uh, I'm gonna take Pee Wee McLean. Well, Pee McLean has uh, Kyler Murray, yada, yada, named after a diehard character. Pee McLean will win. Okay, let's go to the next matchup. We have Giuseppe's The Bone Zone versus Mike's Mask Up Bitches. Uh, Mike is only a six and a half point favorite. If you look at the records of these two teams, I would not think that that number would be as close as it is. Uh, but Mike is playing Philip Rivers over um, Lamar Jackson. Uh, maybe he's worried about COVID. Maybe he's sick and tired of his piss poor performances. And over Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, and over Tannehill. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Turtle, um, which way you see this one going? Oh God, I'm gonna. I'm going to take Giuseppe. I need to win. You see my you record, right? Win. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> Fuck it. I lied. All right, I'm taking Mike. <laughs> I can't do it. Not, yeah, I'm taking Mike. I'm just going to take the win. Fuck, take the dub, dude. Take the dub. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Kalen Balaj, I don't even know if he's, like, if he's going to split or whatever. I, I, that's a mess. Um... Chris Godwin's fine, but on the other side, you just look and it's DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson. Like I, I wish that was my wide receiver core. So uh, his team is just better. I hate Philip Rivers really bad. Me too. <laughs> play, play like he's awful. Play Ryan Tannehill. You win either way; it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Mike's gonna Mike's gonna mop up here. You know. Have you ever spent Thanksgiving with Mike? I know Santino is uh, more family to, to him than you are, but uh, have you guys ever shared a meal? No. No? Um, no, the only time that we've, I guess, eaten in the same room is like like larger functions at like a, a banquet hall or something sure, like that. Sure, like a but wedding not, or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, his team is better top to bottom. Uh if fucking Austin Eckler plays and Kalen Balazs is kind of useless, um, you're playing Michael Pittman Jr. Like, like is that the kid of the the Michael Pittman with the huge biceps who used to run the ball for like Tampa Bay? Is that that Michael Pittman? Yes, sir. Man, we're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I like Mike uh, easy this week. Yeah, I mean, I have to pick me again, like because of this garbage. Um, yeah, I'll bench Balage if I have to. I'll put in somebody else. But again, like I might get Gaskin back 
who knows we'll we'll see what happens when when that time comes i mean i got a chance to put up a lot of points this week i know you guys like to shit on my team and with good reason but um deshaun watson has been pretty pretty good this year and they played detroit who we all know is is a garbage can and nick chubb plays jacksonville another jack uh garbage can so god if he gets goal line carries to this game he could put up 25 points there uh godwin that, that that could be a shootout michael Pittman, the last time they played tennessee had seven catches for 100 yards last week he caught a touchdown against green bay he is philip rivers number one wide receiver for better or for worse and uh, I like that my, my Houston defense might put up a lot of points against Detroit, too. I mean, fuck, they, they got a better defense at Carolina. Carolina shut them out, right? So there you go. There's some half-assed arguments as to why I'm going to beat Mike. Yeah, I think Giuseppe's going to pull off an upset primarily because Sean Watson's going to have a huge game. I don't know if you guys are watching Lions games, but if you're a quarterback, <laughs> all you have to do is roll right. That defensive line is so fat and slow. Like Peyton Manning could like run for a touchdown for 100 yards against the Lions right now. You could be you could have pigeon shit on your shoulders because of your statue, and roll right and you're you're gonna run free. It's like it's guaranteed. He's gonna blow up, and Nick Chubb could be poised for a huge game. That dude's a workhorse, and uh, he almost won Giuseppe some money like two weeks ago, but at the last minute he remembered he wasn't supposed to score. So. I'm sorry, Giuseppe. He, I think he cost me some money. <laughs> it's all right. But uh, Nick Chubb is awesome. Uh, I think he's going to be a huge game against Jacksonville. Uh, Bill Belichick might pull out some magic out of his sleeve to neutralize uh, DeAndre Hopkins. That could be a potential wild card. But Alvin Kamara is always deadly. But uh, I think uh, between Watson and Chubb, I think uh, Giuseppe could pull out an upset. Okay. Let's go to the NFC East, shall we? And our first matchup, we have Santino's. There are four lights. I I would still love a, an explanation on this this reference. And he's taken on Worm Friedrich with Team Taylor. And this is a close one. Wow, Worm is only a half point favorite over Santino, uh, largely because I think he's playing Matt Stafford. <laughs> so. Uh, more Lions talk in this game. Just sup? Ugh. Okay. I mean, I'm going to take Santino. Uh, but the problem yes. is, I think, like, yes. you are too. Yes. Fuck. Whatever. I'm going to take Santino. You know, Worm's six and five, but it could easily be four and seven or whatever the hell the, that math works out to being. Like, this year, he's won a couple of really close, low-scoring games. You know, he's had the benefit of, you know, playing, you know, having a, a low point points against total. Santino put up a big number last week. I don't see that stopping this week. I mean, he needs to get Rex Burkhead out of the lineup because I believe he's clinically dead. So that's a that's a little bit of a problem there. So I think it's time to get Leonard Fournette back into the lineup and uh, go from there. But other than that, I mean, I think I think he's fine. He's got Cleveland Browns defense, you know, start against Cleveland Jacksonville, Mike Glennon. Fuck, I picked them up in another league because I think that's going to be a huge game there. Um, Pittsburgh's going to play pissed off when it comes to what happened with Baltimore. They, they feel like they've uh, been slighted, that the NFL is treating them uh, poorly because of all this COVID stuff. Like they made them lose their bye one time and now they, they moved them out of a Thanksgiving game. So 
there might be some some anger there across the board. I know Chase Claypool was one of the people tweeting about it, so maybe he has a big game. Uh, and Tampa's defense is, is is supposed to be good, but they're not really. So uh, I got Santino. Damn it. I got I mean, my You're not playing against here. me. You're playing against Tony. <laughs> yeah, but still. Um, yeah, I'm picking Santino. Uh, his team looks good if he gets – I mean, let's work at that IR. So get him out, put Leonard Fournette in. Your team looks good to go. Uh, Worm's team is uh, – fuck, I don't know. I Gross. <laughs> gross. You guys did, did, like, ignite Tyreek Hill, but the rest of it is just poop. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Matt Stafford. <laughs> uh, I am going to take Santino. God damn it, I knew it. Uh, if you close your eyes, okay? Don't look at the the team owner or the or the avatar. You look at the roster uh, minus Rex Burkhead obviously, but you look at that roster, that's a solid fa- weekly fantasy football roster. I'm proud of you, Santino. You scoured the waiver wire, you made some trades. Uh your team's looking good right now. Uh like you said, you're going to get Fournette in that lineup because that game could be a shootout, and he's going to probably catch a ton of passes. Um, and Worm is playing two Lions. So I think it's uh, Santino all day. Uh, what, what do you think, Micah? Well, Matthew Stafford's thumb has been sacrificed to the football gods to ensure that Fat Mac gets fired before he can sit down for his turkey dinner. Uh, it's probably a bad play. Lions are going to get creamed. Uh, Stafford just uh, he's not himself. The team's terrible. I think he wants to get the hell out of Detroit, but he's too much of a, like a man to admit it. So he's a great dude. Um, I also need Worm to lose very badly this week. So for for my own personal selfish reasons of wanting to win some money, I'm going to pick Santino. But I think he also does have some really great plays. Mapletron has a hot hand right now. Who's like poaching all of Juju's touchdowns, which kind of sucks, but. It's the way the cookie crumbles, and Patrick Mahomes is a winner. Uh, Kareem Hunt uh, gets the you know he gets the receptions, and Bobby Trees, as you guys call him, he can he's got those weeks where he can light it up too. So he could put up another uh, hundred points this week. You never know. Cleveland Browns defense that's twenty points right there against Jacksonville. Easy, easy. They get 25, 25 points against Jacksonville. Start I just want to backtrack one time. Did you call Chase Claypool Mapletron? Yeah, he's called Maple Tron, apparently. I, that's the first I never heard that. So because he's yeah, Canadian. Yeah, it's, yeah, that, like, that's the whole thing. Yeah, he's like uh, he's Maple Tron because he's he's a Canuck. And uh, I sent uh, Santino an email after he outbid me by I think like a dollar or something like that to win him. <laughs> I sent him a message that says, if "You stole Maple Tron from me. I'm gonna make you scream under a bridge." <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And I think this is the first time in the podcast history where ev- we, we've, we've picked a sweep for Santino. So congrats, Santino. Uh, don't let us down. Let's go to the last matchup. We have BDI's God Emperor President D's Nuts versus Micah's Legion of Zubaz. Uh, you are highly on Worm's tail or maybe even – do you have the tiebreaker? I don't know. Uh, I should have looked before. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the 
I'm the lead dog right now, but I need him to lose. Okay, great. Yeah, win. Micah went undefeated in the division the first set time. That's Worm went one and two. So the best way to do it. So uh, divisional record is the first tiebreaker, um, and you are a nine point favorite, Micah, this week. Uh, Turtle, I know, is rooting for you. Uh, <laughs> so, so Turtle, do you want to go ahead and lead off this one? Yeah, I picked Micah. Um, doing it for his own selfish reasons, so he wins. And so BDI loses, obviously. Fuck BDI. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, BDI's team does look good. Uh, I don't see anything, like, wrong with it. Uh, his receivers are fine. Um, I just think that uh, Derrick Henry and Ezekiel Elliott get it done. Uh, do you want me to go, Tony? Yeah, why don't you go ahead? Okay, Micah, this is nothing personal. I, I In my heart, I believe you're going to win, but... Again, I know I also believe Tony is going to pick you. So I have to pick against Tony, regardless of how I really feel. And as much as it pains me to say it, I'm picking BDI. Um, do I need to make a couple of half-ass arguments? I guess um, you don't have to. Matt, I mean, Matt Ryan has a bounce back game at home against Vegas. Vegas' defense is not great. And uh, Heim Hines is, uh, I don't know, going to catch some passes. I don't think that's, that's all I got. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take Micah in this one. I actually thought Zeke Elliott looked fantastic last week. I saw a, a few plays of his where he looked explosive, had over 100 yards. Um, and uh, I don't know what's going on with this TJ Hawkinson, Micah, but uh, literally anybody else. Put <laughs> put literally anybody else in there. Big cock, cock man. He's like my number two receiver. <laughs> Legitimately, he's my number two receiver, I think. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I don't care. I still think you're going to win. And I just want to mention real quick that BDI still has a short bench. He does not have the – he has not <laughs> filled out his bench. So, BDI, if you're listening to this, you could pick up anybody off the waiver wire, and it will not cost you anything. Uh, you don't have to cut anybody because you are one player short. Uh, Micah, what All do you right. think? Take it home, so baby. So before I do uh, elaborate a bit here, out of curiosity, does anybody know, have we ever figured out the science as to how RT comes up with these lines? Not a clue. And the reason I asked, because our rosters have not changed. This morning, I was a 13.5 point favorite. In the afternoon, I was a half point favorite, and now I'm a nine point favorite. At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter what RT says. BDI, you fucking suck. I'm going to skull fuck you, and you're going to pay for Turtle to pay the league in the league next year. So fuck Ooh, you, BDI. You are going to lose. <laughs> wow. I think that's the first skull fuck uh, threat we've ever had on this show. Uh, but I love it. And, it certainly uh, won't be the last. Yeah, it definitely yeah. won't be the last. <laughs> if that's illegal nowadays, if he's like a triggered millennial... BDI, I do not really want to skull fuck you or rape you. Just to, just to put that out there. All right, way to cover your ass on that one. I love it. Uh, okay, breakout player time. Uh, does anybody got a guy? I think, Turtle, you mentioned a guy. Who do you got? Terry McLaurin. 20-plus points tomorrow. Giuseppe, you got anybody? Yeah, I think it's going to be Brandon Cooks. Um, both um, Randall Cobb. Oh, wait, I'm, is it Cobb and Fuller who are hurt? It's two of their key wide receivers are hurt. 
So the guy who's left, I think, is going to be the guy who has the big game. Cooks I think- is the guy who's left. Okay, yeah, Brandon Cooks, I think, is going to have a monster game because, again, Detroit's defense is not that good, and somebody has to catch the passes, and I, I project Watson to have three touchdowns and 300 yards, so it's going to go to Cooks. Uh, I'm going to take Zeke Elliott, and I know you're going to say, oh, what a way to go out on a limb there, but if you look at his season so far, uh, it hasn't been real good since uh, Dak Prescott went down. Uh, he was banged up a little bit as well, but I think he's going to have a monster game on Thanksgiving. Micah, you got anybody in mind? Yeah, I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. I think he's due to have like a huge – like he gets the numbers like yards-wise, but uh, I think he's due to have a huge game this week. I think he's going to be the uh, the money player for running backs. God, I love that $10. He's going to make up for two weeks ago. Fantastic. Micah, again, thank you for joining us. Um, I, I The pleasure is, is always ours. You know, enjoy getting to watch the Lions from the comfort of your own home this week because they're on national television at, uh, what is it, 10.30 a.m. because you guys don't observe any of the, the, the clock changes. Um, again, thanks for being on the show. Everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. You know, think about the, the positives that you have in life and don't put them at risk for uh, a single day all right so that's gonna do it for our week 12 preview fantasy football scoop and poop all right show's over i'm tired happy thanksgiving Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.